The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. Welcome to Brown Table Talk. I am DC Marshall, founder and CEO of Diverse and Engaged. I'm a Wall Street alum, LinkedIn top voice on racial um, equity. And I'm here with my co-host, Mita. Hey there, Mita. Hey there, D. I'm Mita Malik. I'm a business leader, a DEI champion, a working mother, and my superpower is storytelling. It absolutely is. And Mita and I started Brown Table Talk as a place to spill the tea on the hard truths women of color face in the workplace. Uh, from my perspective as a Black woman and for Mita, her view as a South Asian woman. And if you've been listening to the show, you know at our table, we unpack it all. We don't leave any juicy details out of the story. But then we provide you with the tips that you need on not how to survive, but how to thrive in organizations. So, Mita, I'm so excited for today's show. Season Mita. four, baby. D. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know I, if like we, we should spill. We, we should are spill. actually in Okay, we're actually in season four, everybody. So Mita, tell us, what are we talking about today? All right, Dee, I've been waiting for this one. Dee's been really good because you all know Dee and I like share audio messages. We get dinner, we talk on the phone, and she's like, save it for the podcast, save it for the podcast. So I have not talked to you in a while, Dee, so I'm very excited to talk about this. What to say when they tell you to collaborate more? What to say when they tell you to collaborate more. And so this feedback has plagued me off and on during my career. And I know I'm not alone. I know our audience also is thinking about this. So we want to talk about it from our perspective as women of color, but also get allies in on the conversation. And of course, leave tips at the end as we always do. So I know you have a story. Dee's like like waiting. I have a story. You know, because already I have a million questions. I, I already have a million questions. Of course, immediately I'm like, who told you that? Who said what? Because that's our conversation when we're talking at night, right? And yes. that's on the yes. test. Who said what? He did what? what? And so why don't you just share the story? Share the story. What's the story? Okay. So a few years ago, I'm having a performance review, right? Which many companies do twice a year. There we go. And... So listen, I'm pretty self-aware at this point as a leader, and you've coached me throughout the years, Dee. I'm the client you can't get rid of. So I know my areas of opportunity, right? I I have a sense. And so in my write-up for this performance review, it says that I need to focus on collaborating more, that I need to collaborate more with others across the organization. And so I'm like, what the, like out of all the pieces of feedback I've ever been given, collaboration is not one that I need to work on now. There's other things, right? So I'm humble enough and aware enough to know that. So then when I'm like talking to the then boss, the former boss, I'm like, well, I see this feedback. Can you extrapolate? And this individual really has nothing to say. And this individual you know, did identify as a white woman. And I said, well, you know, I have partnered with a leader in supply chain to get this initiative going. 
I am on a task force that's company-wide. I'm working on a cost savings initiative. So here I am trying to unpack the, what does it mean that I need to collaborate more? And I'm giving examples and this person really has nothing to say. So I'm like, what is this code for? Tell me, D. Yeah, so it's code for uh, reaching. It's code for you exceeded expectations. And I have to find something from two perspectives. One, the corporate structure and the performance appraisal process in a lot of ways says you can't give your people and exceeds. That's yeah. like a, that's code, unspoken yeah. rules of the workplace. So that's number one. The other side of that, she wanted to find something, okay? You know what? No, let me back down. Let me come back, D. Come back. Simmer come down, back, come back. D. Let's simmer down. No, it is not. Let me let me say this, everybody. You all know me. You know a lot of my colleagues, leaders, and friends listen, and you all know what I want to say. But let me just come back. So the other side of that is your boss. You know, it, it's sometimes hard for folks to believe that no, she's amazing, and she she hit every measure every KPI, she did the darn thing. And so she wanted to be able to find something or she was reaching because she thought it was appropriate to find some way to give you some, what she thought perhaps some constructive, you know, critique or feedback. So I think that's the other side. So I said reaching. So everybody know my black girl in me says she's reaching, she reaching. Uh Uh-huh. My, the professional in me and the work is, you know, part of the corporate structure. She has to be able to give some constructive feedback. And to my WG girlfriends here, yep, hit me up on LinkedIn. Yes or yes. Yes or yes. Okay. Number two, the ability to provide support is so necessary for those who don't identify as of color, right? Allies in the room, advocates in the room, leaders, advocates, champions, you have to provide support for your right, your folks, right? right? All, all, not just people right. of color. So number two, she did not have words. She didn't have language. She didn't have framing. Why right. is she in the okay. job? Why? <laughs> why? 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 Okay. I'm sorry. Um, but that's number two. You, It, it would have been fair and fine if she had report, uh, support. Number three, this is your reason for all of our friends listening to keep score. See, Mita is good at, you know, keeping score. And, you know, early on in my career, and I'm sure everybody here knows this, this is basic, you have to keep a glory file. And a glory file is all of the feedback that you've received. And even if you don't um, receive feedback in terms of uh, if it's not being offered, you can ask. So when you get uh, feedback, whether it's verbal, you can strategically send an email. Thank you for that. was such great feedback on XYZ project. And what I heard you say is this went well. Did I capture that correctly? Okay. Sidebar, that was free game. That was free game. Do y'all see you got, do you see you got that documentation? D, I think that was an amazing summary, which is why you're so good at what you do. What I've struggled with as a woman of color throughout my career is this, you toggle back and forth between you have to collaborate more or you stay in your lane collaborate more, stay in your lane, collaborate more, stay in your lane. And you're like, which one is it? Because I find, especially as I've gotten more senior and I am, as you would say, putting points on the board, making impact, driving initiative for the company, both internally and externally. Then it's like, oh, you need to collaborate more because I should be sharing the credit. I should be sharing the work. And I am someone, I think people who know me know 
that I'm someone who's about servant leadership. I am someone who's about sharing credit and work. But there's this piece of like, when I exceed beyond what they thought I could, then it's like, oh, you got to collaborate more. You can't run off with that idea on your own, even if you got stakeholder buy-in, which we all have to do. But oh, now you're the face of it and you're running it. You've got to collaborate more. Or on the other side, stay in your lane, right? Why are you reaching out to all these leaders to drive this initiative? Especially if you have bosses, which we've all experienced, or talent hoarders, right? D's amazing. D's only going to stay on my team. D's only going to work for me. D's only going to work on the projects that I deem worthy, that I appoint her to do. I don't want to share D's talent with other leaders. So this is like what just drives me crazy is the like back and forth of like, it's either this or it's either that, right? Collaborate more, stay in your room. Yeah. You know what just showed up for me is what we all go through as I think women of color. As as a Black woman, I'm going to speak for me. It's always moderating, doubting, questioning. It's unfortunate, but that is our natural reaction to how we show up and how we are having to process and engage. Like to your point, Mita, do I collaborate more? Stay in my own lane, which, you know, I think others, you know, allies, I think other folks, white folks may not necessarily, I think if you're a woman, you probably also question yourself in that way. But yeah, that collaborating more, I'm going to tell you also, that's code for share your IP, share your genius. What are you thinking? That's it. And so this is where I struggle because we you go back to season one. That's one of our most popular episodes you all have told us is about how to get credit for your work, how to have your work from not being stolen. I've had so much of my work stolen over the years, as you know. And so it's like, okay, I have this idea. It's great. I've socialized it within the company. Everyone's given it a green light. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, but you still need to collaborate more. I'm like, but with who and where? And I have the list because I've got the five, I've got the file, right? I've got the points. And so I go back to that manager to say, okay, help me understand this collaboration piece. Because listen, we all should listen to feedback, right? Feedback is a gift. You can like re-gift it. You can recycle it. You can throw it away or you can accept it, right? But list, I always listen to it because if their patterns through your career, then there's something that you should be thinking about, reflecting on. And so this is like one of these things I'm like, but you, you can't even tell me, like you gave me the feedback, but then when I go back and ask questions, you're sort of just smiling and have nothing else to say. Cause they don't have it. And so for leaders listening for our, you know, leaders in general, but allies who are listening, advocates who are listening, I feel like, yeah, this is, this is good insight for how do you up level as a leader, how do you manage, um, you know, bias? How do you manage uh, lowering expectations of women and women of color? Make sure you get your, it, it, I almost said, make sure you get your, you know what, together. I can't even believe I went there. But you know what? No, just in terms of um, specific feedback, examples, language, get it together because people are way too sharp, smart, intelligent to accept that you need to do X without having, rec- in fact, insight, examples, and then feedback, uh, uh, I'm sorry, recommendations. Leaders come with, she could have come with some recommendations. Here's what I think, you know, you could do differently. And also in um, all due respect to the leaders and uh, again, tuned in, just offer, hey, you're, you're tens across the board. I'm going to say this. 
And but let's find some ways that you can up level. So because that you need to collaborate more is from a deficit. So that they they there was a the view and the perception of a deficit versus there could have been, okay, but here's an opportunity. And that would be how to do that differently. So if you had to rerun that play, if you were providing feedback, a performance appraisal, folks listening. Be careful of finding deficits when, you know, women, women of color, people in general are, you know, all tens across the board. Just look for a window of opportunity. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. In the last 100 years, we've seen financial markets swing, new currencies come and go, decades of savings lost in days, all showing that a retirement plan without a guarantee quite simply isn't enough. So more than a retirement plan, TIAA makes you a retirement promise. A promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. A promise that pays off. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. Hey, I'm Michael Kovnett, host of The Next Big Idea Daily. The show is a masterclass in better living from some of the smartest writers around. Every morning, Monday through Friday, we'll serve up a quick 10-minute lesson on how to strengthen your relationships, supercharge your creativity, boost your productivity, and more. Follow The Next Big Idea daily wherever you get your podcasts. As you would say, as you've taught me in my career, you're trying to help people level up. Yep. Right? Get to the next level and coach them. And so I think what's really interesting about what you just said is like what you put down in writing matters. Listen up, leaders. Words matter. So if you don't know me well enough or your bias is, is going to show through, right? It's that lazy approach of like, oh, Mita's not strategic. She needs to collaborate more. She's quiet. She's taken up too much space. Difficult disagreeable, you know, all those things. Right. And just to be careful, because when you, when you say you want to position it as an opportunity, you know, this is an opportunity. I'm, I see you becoming a vice president here. So you're tens across the board, but here's an opportunity for you to build a strategic alliance with the CFO, right. And see how that changes. But that's not what that feedback was about. Was my point. Ah, as right. you said, right. That's not what that feedback was about. Cause I wonder for the men listening and listen, we have a lot of women in color who listen to our podcast, Brown Table Talk, thank you for being here and being part of our community. We have a lot of men who listen and white men in my life who've reached out to us on LinkedIn, friends from the past, coworkers, and said, I'm learning a lot. And so I am really interested. Wait, hold on. Don't forget my WG girlfriends because they listen. And my WG They listen girl, too. Yes. My white girlfriends are listening. They're listening. I think from the perspective, I think a lot of, let's say, women inclusively using that term broadly have received that feedback, collaborate, stay in the lane. Oh, That's yes. Right. Yes. I I'm it. wondering if men get I that get feedback, right? Or men, do they get that feedback? Men, message us on LinkedIn. Have you ever gotten that feedback that you need to collaborate more or you need to stay in your lane? I, I don't know. Maybe, That's but I, I question. I can't think of, I mean, at least when I had reached out to my network, when I had had that review, like what? And then I think also, D, what's a good check as you've taught me is like, you know, go to your peers, go to your trusted sources of people in the organization who have seen you work to go and like sit down and be like, hey, this is the review I have in writing. This is what the manager told me. What do you think? And then they'll call, they'll, they'll be like, oh yeah, Mita. Mm, yeah, that's true. You do need to collaborate more. Or they'll say, what is this? That makes no sense. 
that's good advice. I like the the challenge, and I hope men will chime in on LinkedIn on that question. Have you ever received that feedback? Just in terms of also the biases we have of what we expect from, and I even hate to use this, the gendered language of what we dis- we expect of men as leaders, what we expect of women as leaders, and just, you know, the bias. Have you written about that? I'm thinking, now I'm going back in my archives. Have you written about this in like uh, Harvard? Yeah, that, might be, that might be a next piece. There you go. Either the HBR or the, the newsletter, that would be good. Let's see the feedback that we get and then probably the newsletter. So this idea of collaborating, I think we're teasing it out, Mita, that you collaborate, but it's external, I'm going to say workplace facing, right? Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. the physical right. playing with people or, right. But then we also identified it's also sharing your thoughts and your IP, right? How about the third? I just I just realized this from something that I've known you went through. It's share, collaborate, meaning share your contacts, share your access, oh, mm-hmm. share your network. And I remember you have been asked, um, if you don't mind, I'm going to protect the innocent, but you worked very hard and your gift is so powerful, the gift of story, of writing and storytelling, and you work really hard to build a brand. You have access, you contribute to a lot of business pubs, and you are a contributor, a writer um, for the Harvard Business Review. And I vaguely remember folks asking you, hey, Mita, can you share your contact over at, you know, XYZ, at this brand, at that brand. And so I think that comment um, of collaborating, we're now at three levels. We're three levels. It's one, you were collaborating, meaning projects, initiatives, partnering inside the organization. But the second level was, no, share what you're thinking, your creative genius, how you think and process. Number two and number three, collaborate means it's code for, can you share your network? Can you make a strategic introduction? Boom, bap, okay? What say you, friend? Oh, you just dropped the mic. It all just came (laughs) together in my head. Full circle, I connected the dots. And listen, do you know with my community, this is how I live my life. This is how we live our life. I try to pay it forward for the people in my life. You do. I try to connect. You do. I, I try to because you know what? I wish other no, people you do. had done Friend, that for me. Come on. So I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. Stop right there. Sidebar. I learned that from a, there's a, a journalist on MSNBC. <laughs> he says, stop right stop there. Right there. Okay. Either it's a course correct or saving. No, you do not try. You do. Okay. Listen, you do. You never try. You create access. You create opportunities. You share platforms. You share networks. You write checks. You retain. You are a champion, my friend. I'm not saying this because we're friends. In fact, that's part of, I think, how we met. You were on the board for Working Mother Media. Okay? Um, So, yeah. So, now you can pick up your story. So, do not say try. I will course correct. Not try coach DC Marshall in the house. Okay. I, I pay it forward. And you know what? I've worked really hard to get access to these opportunities and these connections. And I, I do what I wish someone would have done for me when I was younger. That's how I live my life now. And so when people come to me and ask for these 
you know, contacts or opportunities. And I'm like, well, I don't know you. We don't have that relationship. And also I'm putting my brand on the line. When I recommend DC Marshall for diverse and engaged and all the great consulting opportunities she's doing for Fortune 10, Fortune 50, that's me putting myself on the line, right? When I recommend DC Marshall, but I know that she's going to go and deliver and over-deliver for the client. And so that's the other thing that's really like, huh, the, the expectations are misaligned, right? Um, and it is interesting, I think, to think about there's privilege in that, is there not, right? I feel like there's privilege in the individuals who ask and just expect they will get it versus like, for me, I know if I'm going to ask you for something, I better have had the track record. I better have showed results. I better have a relationship with you. And then to say, hey, D, I've done all these things or you've seen me do all these things. And so now can you make that ask? And some, for some, they just think it's going to happen. It's going to come. I want to want to just circle back on one thing before we get to tips. The thing I've learned about collaboration, so I'm going to go on the other end. Earlier in my career, where I was, as many people know, I still consider myself to be a quiet leader, was painfully shy growing up, had a really tough time early on in corporate America in my career, building alliances and, and collaborating early on. And so what I would say is, you know, this idea of collaboration, I actually got very good at because I would come up with the proposal or the key idea initiative. I would go share it with my boss. I would share it with my boss's peers. I would start to think about like who else would want to see this and get excited about it. Maybe the director in supply chain, maybe the finance person, maybe R&D. And so I would set up meetings, right? One-on-one, because I do much better one-on-one and get their buy-in along the way before I had to go and present at a really large meeting because then I knew all those people would be in the room and they already saw the proposal and then they kind of felt like they owned it. They owned a piece of it because they had given feedback. But that is collaboration, right? And that is what all of us should be doing because if you're going to work in a large corporation, if you're going to work in any corporation, that is collaboration and that is stakeholder management, which is not an opportunity for me. That is not an opportunity for me anymore. All right. Well, I don't know. So much has been said. I think... I, not I think. I know this is helpful to one person. I always say I'm here for one. And I know there's one person listening, tuning in that is now able to really think about feedback on collaboration and, and probe for a bit more and even prompt for a bit more. When you say collaboration, what do you mean? And if there is no response, when you say collaboration, is it working specifically with people? Is it sharing thoughts, insights, and ideas? Or is it sharing contacts, relationships, resources? So I'm, I'm just confident that there's at least one. And then, you know, I want to say before we go to tips, Mita, in terms of collaboration, this other idea about collaborating. This is a collaborative effort. Like us coming together to create this podcast. And I just think collaboration is a powerful, I'll say, strategy to up-level. And I've always said, if you help enough people get what they want, you get what you want. And so this is a wonderful way of collaborating. So I encourage you all, whoever, you know, really receives this message, what is the what is the thing 
that you, you know, really want to do. Because now this is taking this collaboration idea into another space. So um, I hope that's helpful. Now, Mita, let's go over to you to close us out with the tips. Yeah, three tips. I'll leave you with three. Number one, D, don't rely on your boss as the single source of truth when it comes to feedback. I did that too often early in my career. D is my manager. She says all this stuff about me. That is the source of truth. It's not true, right? It's one person's perspective. And so as I think about that collaboration feedback, as I received it later in my career, I was like, yeah, not true. Move on. Number two, and be self-aware on what your areas of opportunity are to help you, as D will say, level up, get to the next level. And then D, take us home with three. And number three, own your accomplishments and keep score. Keep score. You should document, specifically document every single win in your career so that you can manage the narrative, rewrite the narrative. Mita, why don't you wrap us up? Oh, Dee, I am just so grateful for our audience and doing this amazing collaborative podcast with you, Brown Table Talk Season 4. Please go back and listen to some of our other episodes. Thanks for being here today, you all, women of color and allies. And if you enjoyed this, please write us a review and pass along the episode to someone in your community who needs to hear this today. Thanks, everyone. See you soon. Side effects of listening to Brown Table Talk may include allies unleashed, getting paid more, and a dose of badassery all the way around. More at www.browntabletalkpodcast.com.